twentieth day of the month. Love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Luke 6, verses 35 through 36. The fifth beatitude, happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. There is an engaging reciprocity about the gospel. Because God is merciful to us, we are to be merciful to others, even to our enemies, without expecting anything in return. Yet the fifth beatitude suggests that those who are merciful will in return receive yet more mercy. Is this a tit-for-tat business arrangement in which God forgives us only as much as we forgive others? Or is it like opening a rolled-up plastic bag? The more we open it, the more we can put into it, and the more we put into it, the more we open it becomes. It's not a matter of tit-for-tat, but rather of making increasingly available a capacity already there in potential. Ponder the potential for mercy God has given you. To what extent have you used it? How might you use it more effectively? To whom do you need to show mercy as a gift so that they may understand more fully God's gracious gift of forgiveness? Opening Prayer God of all mercies, to us you extend forgiveness and help again and again. Spare us from supposing either that your mercy is automatic or that we must earn or deserve it. Confront us with the mystery of your grace, which is beyond all human comprehension. Calls us to be merciful in your name, that those who see us may see beyond us and find you there. Through Christ, your mercy made flesh. Amen. Psalm 145, verses 1 through 9. I lift you high in praise, my God, O my King, and I'll bless your name into eternity. I'll bless you every day. I'll keep it up from now to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs on your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, is rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is soaked through with grace. From the book of Job, chapter 42, verses 1 through 17. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have declared that which I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear now, and I will speak. I will ask you, and you instruct me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I retract and I repent in dust and ashes. It came about after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you and against your two friends, because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now therefore take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up a burnt offering for yourselves, and my servant Job will pray for you, 
For I will accept him so that I may not do with you according to your folly, because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Namathite went and did as the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job. The Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends, and the Lord increased all that Job had twofold. Then all his brothers and all his sisters and all who had known him before came to him. And they ate bread with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversities that the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him one piece of money and each a ring of gold. The Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, and he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, and 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He had seven sons and three daughters. He named the first Jemima, and the second Keziah, and the third Karenharpach. In all the land, no women were found so fair as Job's daughters, and their father gave them inheritance among their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his sons and his grandsons four generations. And Job died an old man and full of days. From the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 24. It happened that as we were going to the place of prayer, a slave girl having a spirit of divination met us, who was bringing her masters much profit by fortune-telling. Following after Paul and us, she kept crying out, saying, These men are bondservants of the Most High God, who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. She continued doing this for many days, but Paul was greatly annoyed and turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out at that very moment. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the authorities. And when they had brought them to the chief magistrates, they said, These men are throwing our city into confusion, being Jews, and are proclaiming customs, which it is not lawful for us to accept or to observe, being Romans. The crowd rose up together against them, and the chief magistrates tore their robes off them and proceeded to order them to be beaten with rods. When they had struck them with many blows, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to guard them securely. And he, having received such a command, threw them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. From the Gospel according to John, chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. Now there were some Greeks among them who were going up to worship at the feast. These then came to Philip who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and began to ask him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip came and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. 
Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A prayer for comfort and strength from the prayer book for those affected by addiction. Every day I need you, Lord, but this day especially I need some extra strength to face whatever is to be. This day, more than any day, I need to feel you near to fortify my courage and overcome my fear. By myself I cannot meet the challenge of the hour, and so, dear Lord, I ask, hold on to my trembling hand and remain with me today. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.